This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Welcome back to the Hey Bartender Podcast. I'm your bartender. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me. When you come into my bar, you say, hey dude, can I get a drink? And I'll say, what dr- what kind of drink do you want? Because there's like literally thousands that I can make right now. And I don't want to just pick one out because odds are you're going to hate it. Okay, I'm not going to uh, run my bar with that big of attitude. Eh, maybe. Depends on what we're doing that day. Wait, 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 wait. We're not going to start off this show with me being a smartass. Well, I already did, but, you know, bear with me, people. Come on. So, you know how we got to start these uh, shows? We got to start it off with a drink. That's right. What's tonight's drink special? Hey, it's almost Halloween. At least when I recorded this show, uh, it was almost Halloween. When you listen to this, it might be some other time of the year. I don't know. But uh, for Halloween, let's do a Halloween-themed cocktail. This cocktail I pulled off the ChunkyChef.com. It is called the Witch's Brew Halloween Cocktail. How you make it? It's three ingredients. You take your sh- uh, shaker, you pour in orange juice, lemon-lime soda, and Midori melon liqueur. It gives it that. You shake and strain that into a martini glass, and if you want to be extra festive for the Halloween season, get yourself some black sanding sugar, put it on the rim of that martini glass. The mixture of the three uh, ingredients, the orange juice, lemon, lime soda, and the Midori, give it this weird green spooky color. And, you know, the black sugar, that's mostly for entertainment purposes. It looks really cool. I'll post a picture of it on the website, heybartenderpodcast.com. Hey, while you're on heybartenderpodcast.com, you might as well hang out and check out the blog. Check out some of the merchandise I got, I got on sale. And, you know, leave your thoughts. If Hey, if you even want to email me, email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. I'd love to hear from you guys. If you guys try out that Halloween cocktail that I just talked about, I want to hear what you think about it. It's probably uh, got, really got that real citrusly fruity taste since Midori is a melon liqueur, and, along with the orange juice and lemon-lime soda. But, you know, I'd like to hear what the audience thinks. Run out there. Give it a shot. Tell the bartender how to make it if uh, you're not a bartender already. And then give it a shot. Just if you hate it, don't spit it in their face. That's rude. So I hope everybody's having a good week. Uh, you know, I was out hanging around trying to uh, talk to some bartenders, get some people on this show, get a couple subjects to talk about while on the show. And I actually... Walked into this one bar, and I begged and begged and begged this bartender to be on the show and talk about this story because it's a a really big story, Uh, except I'm going to give you the summarized version of it. Uh, Couldn't get him on the show because he said he was a little bit too busy and uh, or, you know, made about a half a dozen excuses. Truth being told, I think he was just stage stage shy or, you know, has stage fright. And I told him, dude, it's just a recording. You're just having a conversation with me like you're having one right now. I could put two microphones on the bar right now, and you can, uh, this could be a podcast. And he's like, oh, no, I, I'd have to think about it a little bit, man. No, I can't just I can't just jump into it. And I was like, okay. And under my breath, called him a pussy. But anyway, he tells me this story. 
at that he was completely out of it and all of his customers were noticing and uh i gave him when i told him that i had this podcast he uh starts talking to me and opening up about his life and i thought this is weird you know i didn't ask him to open up about his life but he did so instead of him being the bartender and getting the his his ear bent i ended up being the uh bartender except i wasn't getting paid for it and uh he all he did was give me a hamburger and a coke and but so i'm talking to this guy and he's just like man these people keep talking to me cuz they know that there's a problem with me but i don't want to talk about it with them and i said hey dude that's your prerogative i mean if you don't want to talk to somebody about your problems you'll do it when you're ready or hopefully they forget about it by the time you're over it or uh you actually need help and he's he starts explaining he started to open up to me and i'm like what did i say to deserve this anyway i gotta be polite 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 all right so let him talk he starts telling me that there's this couple that came into his bar all the time and they would, uh, he considered them pretty good friends, but I guess at one point the guy, the couple, the guy and the girls started having troubles and, uh, he thought that they were in a strong relationship, but, uh, they started having troubles and all of a sudden one day, boom. They, they were broken up and uh, all of a sudden she starts hanging out at the bar more often, most particularly hanging around him. And I thought, dude, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I told you know, I told him people come to their bartender all the time for, you know, a uh, little comfort, maybe a little bit of, of advice. And he said, well, that's the way it kind of started. But then we kind of got into a relationship and I thought, oh, shit, I know where this is going. And so he starts telling me that he started getting really serious with this girl. He realized that he had all sorts of feelings for her. And then all of a sudden, one day, it uh, she comes in with her ex, and they're back together. They'd been dating for a little while, but then all of a sudden, her and her ex decided to work it out. It, and it, you know, hit him like a fucking uh, a brick ship full of bricks. You know, it hit him that hard, and it threw him for it threw him for a tailspin. And I, uh, he's like, I don't know what to do. I, uh, you know, I could stay friends with them, but I got feelings for the girl. They come in here uh, uh, once in a while, but you know, I don't. And he's. I, I stopped him. I said, listen, dude, dude, dude. A lot of people go through this sort of thing. I see it all the time. It's the way relationships work, it seems like, in a bar situation. There's been a thousand times where all of a sudden uh, somebody, it doesn't have to be a guy or, or a girl. You know, it can be both. It's happened both. I've, I've seen it happen a thousand times where the one of the people after a breakup takes uh refuge uh emotion wise with their bartender and the bar it all depends on the bartender and how they handle it uh, i mean 
uh, some bartenders are smart enough to keep an arm's length and say, no, 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 okay, we can be friends, but, you know, we can sit and talk about your problems, but that's going to be it. And other bartenders, like this guy, who accidentally start into a relationship and all of a sudden they go all in and uh, it uh, it just becomes a train wreck because they don't realize that they are the rebound. It I I don't know if um, you know when you know your bar customers that well and they decide to start a relationship with you, the bartender. I'm not sure it's a great idea because you know uh, you know you know them really well. You know who the person was that they broke up with. So, you know, it's probably best to keep them at arm's length and not get any kind of, don't get emotionally invested in it. And But this guy, unfortunately, he got very emotionally invested and unfortunately got dropped like a um, hot bag of rocks. Felt sorry for the guy. And I said, listen, dude, there's nothing I can tell you. I have no advice for this sort of thing because there is no advice for this sort of thing because when you know your customers and you know them, uh, you know them emotionally, you know them uh, on a personal level, it's, it's a whole different ballpark. And me personally, when I was a bartender, I stayed as far away from that shit as much as possible just to avoid the drama. I mean, there honestly, there were a couple women that could have been on the rebound, but uh, uh, taking me on the rebound. But I just said, uh, no, I I can't do it. You are gorgeous, but I can't. Sorry, and because uh, I don't know, I there probably is a uh, ratio out there of what a person that just got out of a relationship uh, does when they in, uh, in a bar situation, you got one person that finds a rebound as soon as possible, whether it's another customer or the bartender and which that everybody knows that relationships uh, just doomed from the start, no matter what. Then you got the person who just wants to get even by sleeping with the first person that they run into or, you know, rebound sex or revenge sex, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Or maybe it's all called all of that. And then the other one, which is my least favorite, is where the person will pur- purposely go into the bar with somebody new just to parade them around to give the illusion that they are just fine. They can get along just fine without, uh, without the other person. Look, you know, this, this guy, this guy or this girl is really good looking. I'm laughing at their jokes. Are you paying it? Is anybody paying attention so they can relay this information to my ex, please? And yeah. Uh, and majority of the time, the person that they brought in was the first person they could find, which was their friend, uh, like, uh, their I don't know, old high school friend or a person that they've hung out with in the bar from time to time. They use their friend as 
uh, as kind of like, uh, I don't know, what do you call it? Oh, just, just an excuse to try to say, I'm just fine. I'm getting along just fine without you. I got somebody else already. I'm hanging out with them. I'm dressed really nice. And it, uh, oh, you happen to be in the bar tonight while I happen to be in the exact same bar on a date. Oh, I, that used to sicken me to no end. Why did it sicken me? Because it happened to me a dozen times. I fell for that all the time. There were a couple girls in my life that would call me up and say, hey, you want to hang out tonight? Um, and I'd be like, yeah, sure, why not? And they'd say, okay, pick me up at this certain place at this certain time. And i say, okay. And so i show up there, and first I see them. They're dressed to the nines. Their hair is perfect. Their makeup is perfect. And their boyfriend that they broke up with just last week happens to be there too. And they make it blindingly obvious that I'm picking them up to go somewhere. Where? I don't know. They try to make it look like that they're going out on a date. And it took me about three or four times to realize that that was happening to me. Uh, uh, Just... Uh, actually, no, I still don't ever realize when it happens to me, but you know, advice to you men and women out there, if you're going to get even with your, uh, ex, don't use a friend just to get back at somebody that's unfair to your friend. And that, that kills really, uh, friendships, relationships, all that sort of thing. Find some complete stranger, get some strange, you know? To do one too many shots of tequila and wake up in the morning going, oh God, what the fuck did I just do? Do that. That's better for you. Anyway, that uh, uh, that's not what I wanted to talk to you about today. Now, that, that was a completely different tangent. And you know, that bartender's story happened to be on my mind. Hope that guy's doing better because he was a train wreck. You could, he, I didn't even know the guy and I thought, that guy's depressed. He's really depressed about something. And did at the time, did I care? No, still don't. Uh, but I'm just a jerk like that. But what I wanted to talk to you guys about today is are bartending schools worth it? Uh, some of you might be expecting a quick yes or no answer with uh, maybe a slight explanation. But no, I'm not going to do that to you. I'm going to tell you about my experience because yes, Right before I became a bartender, I went to the bartending academy and I heard about it. It was a two week course, something like 300 bucks. And they taught you drinks. They taught you how to run a bar and all that stuff. And then they had job placement assistance. Now I went into this bar, uh, bartending academy. And luckily I had a very kick-ass teacher. She uh, had a long career of being a bartender and knew everything about customer service. She taught us as much as she could possibly could in a two-hour class about customer service, which is impossible. She even she even knew that. She uh, she said, "I would love to take at least another week to teach you guys about customer service, but unfortunately." We don't have the time. So she, uh, her name was Sandy Kennedy. She was just an awesome person all around. Uh, I go into the bartending academy. I pay for the course. Uh, actually, I was dead broke at the time. So I 
uh, talked my parents into let um, paying for the course, and they thought, well, you're going to some kind of school, so okay. And so I went through the two-week course. They told us specifically that we are going to teach you about 150 drinks. The odds of you remembering more than 10 of them when you leave here are slim. And they taught us all the drinks, the AMFs, martinis, the, uh, I, you know, I, at the time I didn't know a rum and Coke with a lime was called a Cuba Libre. I mean, it was just one of those things. And she, they taught us about highball drinks. They taught us about chimneys, the, uh, size of the glasses, how things are served, how to garnish things, how to cut fruit. And they taught us as much as they possibly could. Uh, for a two-week class, I think it was like two hours a night, maybe three. And then, uh, then they gave us job placement assistance as soon as we graduated. And taking the test at the end of the course, well, pretty much like every test that I take, I uh, completely have a brain fart. I complete. I go into anxiety problem, and I'm just like, I knew this. 20 minutes ago, why can't I remember how to make a fucking Mai Tai? Well, I can't remember how to make a Mai Tai right now. Uh, and I think during my years as a bartender, I maybe made that twice. It doesn't matter. But, you know, it was, there was a written exam, and then we had to uh, do a poor ex- or a practical exam where we actually poured the drinks. They gave us 10 drinks, and told us to pour all of them, try to remember what they are, and then timed us. We had to do 10 drinks in under a certain amount of time. Fortunately for me, I managed to pass it because I was wigging out that day. Mostly because I was wigging out because, uh, well, I don't know if they can uh, they consider it a, uh, a real thing anymore. Uh, now that I think now they consider it an excuse. At least back when I was in high school, they considered it an excuse. I I was a bad test taker. I would completely freak out if I studied before the test. And uh, everything that was in my head just got flushed right down the toilet. And so, you know, remembering, trying to regurgitate all the stuff that I remembered was difficult for me, even no matter how much I prepared. Now, uh Nowadays, I actually think that uh, teachers look after students and uh, it's that whole no child left behind thing. But unfortunately, since I uh, graduated high school in the 90s, uh, back then they just called you stupid. Yeah, uh, you were, you can, what, you can't uh, regurgitate the stuff that we just taught you? That means you're stupid. So uh, have have fun in life. Uh, you know, I went to a really rough school or the teachers were really stuck up at the school that I went to. Um, but so, but fortunately for me, I was able to pass. I got my certificate. And so I said, okay, job placement assistants, work your magic. And they gave me a place to go to. They said, this place is looking for bartenders. So go over there, tell them you're from, uh, here if, uh, and uh, fill out their application. So I said, all right, cool. So I went over to the restaurant. Uh, well, the restaurant that I went to is closed in that location. I don't know if they're still around anywhere else. So I won't say the name of the restaurant, bastards. 
But uh, I went into that restaurant and I uh, said, I'd like to apply for uh, a job. And they said, well, fill out this application. So I filled out the application, name, address, previous jobs, all that stuff. And uh, then I put in under education in big, bold letters, Bartending Academy. And I got immediate face-to-face interview with the owner or the manager of that particular restaurant. And they said, so you went to the uh, Bartending Academy. And I said, why, yes, I did. And they said, is that a good course? And I said, well, it's very definitive. They teach you a lot. uh, Fortunately for me, I had a really good teacher. Um, And then then all of a sudden he said, well, we are looking for a bartender right now, but unfortunately we're looking for somebody with more experience. And then I stopped. I looked him right in the eye and I said, then why the hell did you call the bartending academy? Thank you for your time. And I got up and walked away. And so I, after that, I ran around all over the place. Uh, every restaurant I could possibly find, applying for jobs everywhere uh, for a bartending position. And I was having no luck. Saying that I was from the bartending academy seemed to have zero effect on anybody. And... But fortunately for me, uh, there was a banquet bartender opening at a nearby hotel, so they I got hired onto there. But I'm pretty sure it wasn't because I went to the bartending academy. Uh, well, it wasn't for my stellar personality either. I just was lucky enough to get get a job. So, um, looking back on it, uh, going uh, going to the bartending academy. Okay, I learned a bunch of drinks. Okay, I had a, a excellent teacher for uh, for my classes, but was paying for that worth it? Well, let's look at it another way. Uh, most of the time, in a lot of restaurants, they hire people. Uh, to go onto the bar, they hire from within. Uh, it's kind of rare that you find a restaurant that uh, uh, that hires a bartender from off the street to work behind the bar. And so, uh, you know, sometimes you have to do time as a server before you get to be behind the bar. But fortunately for me, I was lucky because... Uh, one, they were just desperate for a banquet bartender at that, uh, at that hotel. And two, the bar, uh, the bar that I worked at after that hotel where I spent, uh, about a, a little over a year and a half, the owner of that bar thought all you had to do uh, to become a bartender was just go to school and learn how to pour drinks. So, she, uh, so she, she hired me on and, uh, so that would have worked, uh, that worked out for me, but was it because of the bartending Academy that I got the job? No, not at all. It was just blind, stupid luck. I talked to a lot of bartenders, uh, that had spent more time behind the bar than me. Uh, some bartenders that bartended, well, well, Shannon, uh, 
She's in one of my earlier podcasts. When I met her, I told her I went to the Bartending Academy, uh, and luckily she knew the name of uh, the bar or knew the name of the teacher that I had because she was a well-known bartender um, in the area, and she uh, she actually admitted to me. If I would have heard you came uh, came from the Bartending Academy, I never would have hired you. But luckily, uh, in my case, I had Sandy Kennedy as a teacher, so that would have helped me out a little bit. But most of the time, uh, most restaurants avoid bartenders from trade schools, if you want to call that a trade school. Two-week course, come on. Uh, because, you know, the, a lot of these kids have these this chip on their shoulder when they well when they graduate any kind of school a trade school a high uh high school college you know they uh they get this chip on their shoulder that i've graduated with high marks therefore i know everything and it's not until they get their foot in the door to an actual job where they realize they don't know jack shit automatically their coworkers hate them automatically the customers hate them and it's just a big mess. And then they got to reconform to how they were taught. You see what I'm trying to say here is that bartending Academy, it gives you one or two weapons in your arsenal. It teaches you terminology. It teaches you a few drinks well, they teach you a shitload of drinks, but you're not going to remember all of them uh, unless you've got one of those photographic memories or eidetic memories or something like that. But a uh, normal human being, well, kind of normal human being like me, uh, don't don't laugh, you haven't met me. But uh, kind of normal human being like me, I'm not going to remember all those drinks that they, uh, they taught us because a lot of the drinks that they taught us are outdated. Nobody, you know, I... Nobody orders uh, specifically a Tom Collins anymore. Uh, nobody specifically orders a single pour sling anymore. They're, those drinks are way old-fashioned. And you probably have to go to a special uh, specialty bar nowadays in order to find a bartender that knows how to make a single pour sling without looking it up. And, and I believe they call them mixologists, which, you know what? I've never really liked that term. Just call yourself a bartender. I mean, mixologist? Really? Do you have to add, uh, try to make yourself sound important uh, by making, you know, adding ologist at the end of uh, barologist? That sounds stupid. Mixologist. It's, uh, you know, uh, you're a bartender. You know, be proud of that. And that's, that's just all you have to do. Anyway back to the bartending academy now i'm going to answer uh full on do i think it was worth it not the price i paid for it uh getting a little bit of the terminology and some of the drinks under my belt so i didn't walk into the bar cold okay that was useful sandy was a very special case in teaching us about customer service i mean she even went to the extent of teaching us what it sounds like when a drink is running low. She uh, listened to the acoustics of the ice inside the glass, and you can tell without looking that your customer's drink is getting low. I'm sure a lot of you bartenders already know how to do that. 
But it would have been cheaper just to suck it up and go into the restaurant, get a job as a server, and work my way up to bartender. And I wouldn't have had to spend that 300 bucks or waste or spend that 300, 300 bucks of my parents' money. And um, maybe would have gotten a job a little bit sooner because it confused the shit out of me that uh, that one restaurant, they called up the bartending academy. Yeah, send a couple of your bartenders over. We'd love to interview them. And then say, you know what? We're looking for somebody with more experience. Huh? What did you call the bartending academy and say, we want to interview your people just so we can shoot them down because I'm bored this week. Yeah, fuck that. Oh, let's take a break for a second from that rant. Hey, remember, guys, if you want to be on the show, all you have to do is contact me, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com, and we can get you on the show. You can share a couple of your drinks, share a couple of your stories. I'd love to hear other bartenders and servers' stories. Uh, If you're a musical group and you want to be promoted on my show, just let me know. Just remember to email me at dude at heybartenderpodcast.com. If you want to check out a little bit more about the show, uh, go to heybartenderpodcast.com and you can read my blog. You can find links to all past shows. You can even buy some merchandise if you feel like it. Go to heybartenderpodcast.com right now. No, not if you're driving, but eventually when you get home this week's musical guest we from their album save yourself here is the band makeup with the title track to their album save yourself
from the Discord Records record label. That was makeup with their song Save Yourself off the album Save Yourself. If you want to find out more about the band, do like I do. Head on over to bandcamp.com, search them out. And you can find out where they're playing next. You can buy their new album. They've even got their album available on vinyl. Hell, I'd buy that just for the nostalgia of it. I even have a record player. No, really, I do. So to wrap up this show, do I think going to the Bartending Academy was worth it? No. Nothing out there beats experience. And if your bartender, if you end up being a server and your bartender is cool, they will take the time to teach you everything that you're going to need behind the bar. Everything from pouring drinks all the way up to customer service. And you don't have to cram it all into two weeks for 300 bucks. You can make it last your whole career because basically bartending uh, and serving is a lifelong lesson. You can't learn it all in any amount of time. It's a different experience every day because, hey, look at these people. You're dealing with hundreds upon hundreds of different personalities every day. And every single one of them is going to be different. They're going to want something different. They're going to, you just have to learn it. And no way of learning beats experience. Trust me on this. Anyway, so let's, uh, uh, take a second and thank Makeup for allowing me to use their song Save Yourself. Go check them out on bandcamp.com. Thank you to thechunkychef.com for uh, letting me know about the Witch's Brew Halloween cocktail. I'll put the recipe up on it on uh, for it on the website. Remember to go visit the website, heybartenderpodcast.com. And another quick reminder, people, if you want to be on the show, if you want to just Tell me a couple of your stories that I can talk about on the show. Email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. I'd love to hear your stories. I love to hear new music all the time, too. So, bands, if you want me to promote your music, just hit me up, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. Anyway, if you want to follow more on Hey Bartender Podcast, you can visit the website. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Just go and check us out. Share, like, and subscribe to this podcast. And I appreciate everybody for listening. And as usual, I just want to tell all you guys, lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness, and don't take any shit from anybody. Good night. I felt so good, I had to blow again. I said-